0: Welcome back to the SOS podcast. I'm your host Liv. If you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And if you've stuck around and listened to a few, I'm so grateful for you. A little bit of a disclaimer before we get into the episode. I am not a mental health professional. I'm just a girl that's gone through a lot of stuff in her life. So I'm going to stop rambling and let's get into the episode. everyone. Welcome back. Oh, I feel so good after a bit of a break. I had a week's like kind of technology detox. I didn't fully detox, let's be real. I was still on my phone a little bit, but um, I feel tons better. Uh, I actually went away for Christmas and we we're in the middle of the countryside and I could just really chill out. So it's done me the world of good. I feel... Very um, refreshed and just ready for 2020. I don't know where last year went. It feels like it flew by for me. Um, So many lessons in 2019 for me. Um, But I'm so grateful for it all. And actually, I decided that this year I wasn't going to create New Year's resolutions. Because last year I did and they were all very generic like save money, um, be creative, you know, all those sorts of things, do more of this, do more of that and actually this year I've decided that I want to just have a word that will be a theme for me carrying into 2020. If I strip back everything, so if I didn't think about material stuff and I didn't think about career goals, if I just thought about how I wanted to feel, the word that came up for me was grateful and I actually think that this will be my reminder that will bring me back to my why during 2020 and that is that last year I, the thing that got me through the hard times when I was reflecting is I stayed grateful for the things I did have while things were going slightly wrong. So um I'd like look around me and think oh my god I'm so grateful that I have a roof over my head and I'm so grateful for my flat that I love um I'm so grateful that I get to decorate it how I want I'm grateful for Sam I'm grateful for my family I'm grateful for my friends those things are the things that kept me feeling happy in the times when I was feeling really low Um, Or at least help me bounce back a bit quicker. Um, So I kind of wanted to keep that and continue that in 2020. um, Because I think we all start the new year feeling that we're lacking something. Because we write down all these resolutions, whether it be, I mean, they used to be for me, body related like I'd say I'm gonna start the gym and I'm gonna eat this and I'm gonna not eat this and I didn't want to start this year like that I wanted to start it feeling like I had everything I need already to feel happy and for me that's reflecting on the things that I am grateful for so this morning I woke up and had a little bit of an anxious twinge because I thought I need to get a podcast up and I need to organise loads of stuff and it's the first of Jan and I need to have my shit together and I woke up at 11am and it's really late and I haven't and I stopped myself in my tracks and said okay Liv let's start now what are three things you're grateful for? So I looked around my bedroom and I looked at Sam and of course I'm grateful for him. I looked at the bed I was sleeping in and thought I'm so grateful that I had the chance to lie in this morning because I really needed it um and I was grateful for the fact it wasn't raining and the sun was shining through our curtains those things help me sort of better myself because I'm not going into the day thinking oh god I woke up late and um you know my routine that I usually do, and my yoga I haven't done, and like all these things. That's all a lack mentality, and from experience, that's never really got me anywhere. So I really wanted to turn it on its head this year, and I don't think I'm going to be able to do this all the time. Of course, there are going to be days where I'm like, "Oh my god, I, um, I, I can't be grateful for anything today. I'm just in a really bad mood." Um, But if I keep reminding myself that that's my theme this year, then I think I'm going to be able to do it. So, I yeah, if you can pick one word that will kind of be your theme for 2020, it could be anything. It did cross my mind at one point that I wanted to put the word present because I really want to work on staying in the present moment more. Um... Because I think a lot of my anxiety comes from me thinking to the past and thinking to the future and we can't control either of those things. All we have control over is how we act in the present moment. Um, But I think being grateful kind of helps me do that because it does bring me back into that present moment. It's making me look around and think about what I'm grateful for that day. Um, So yeah, I'm really excited to see how that takes me and where that takes me because of course I have underlying goals like I want to keep this podcast up and I want to get on some guests that will really enrich my life and hopefully help you guys and I want to learn from people and I want more challenges this year to help me grow and lessons and I want to push myself all of those things of course I want all of that um But I think we can overwhelm ourselves. Um, And I know that when I'm overwhelmed, I end up doing nothing, (laughs) which is so unproductive because I put so much pressure on myself to have everything together and to have all these goals and set them out and achieve them that then it overwhelms me. And then I'm like, oh, I can't do any of it. This is just, I become mind boggled. So I think if I just have a theme and then work on my goals, Um, but in a very gentle way, I'm excited to see how that will turn out. Because last year, my achievements, my biggest achievements, when I actually looked back, were the ones that I didn't plan. So I never planned to really launch this podcast at the beginning of last year. I didn't even know that was going to be a thing. Um, I was just, you know, doing my yoga every morning and giving myself time to think and actually one morning I decided that I wanted to launch it. Um, So, God, that was nearly a year ago. I can't believe I launched this podcast nearly a year ago. That's mad. <laughs> but I'm really proud of myself that I've kept it up. And I think the reason I've kept it up is, and I struggled a lot with this last year, was I felt like I wasn't doing enough. Um, I was comparing myself to other people. I was feeling like do I really have anything that interesting to say do people does this even help anyone um what is my why and I struggled a lot with that last year and actually I spoke about this with the heavy mental podcast who I had on um if you haven't listened to that episode it's a couple of episodes back from this one um I suggest you go and have a listen because we spoke about kind of imposter syndrome and feeling like you weren't doing enough um but when I reflected over the past week, when I had some time to myself, I realized that actually, I'm the only thing that's holding myself back at the end of the day. I my own insecurities, all it does is is crush my creativity. It doesn't actually help me. Um, I think a lot of that comparison comes from mindlessly scrolling on social media because I'm digesting so much information. Um, and you do just fall into comparison and it doesn't make me feel good so it is a light as I said I haven't really got goals but it's something I want to be a bit more mindful of this year is how much time I spend on social media and what's the purpose of that like what's my purpose for going on and just mindlessly scrolling because normally it just makes me feel rubbish I I feel good while I'm doing it, I get the dopamine hit, I'm, you know, scrolling through, if I have a like I will feel good, but if I'm on it for an hour scrolling my life away, it just, I come off it and I think, oh I'm not doing enough, and this person's achieving all of this, and I find myself feeling so negative about all my achievements, and that's not how I want to go into 2020 at all, so... Um, And actually, last week, I was sitting with my journal, and I wanted to kind of reflect on 2019, um, and kind of summarise it. And I didn't even know where to begin. (laughs) I was like, where do I even start? So I logged on to my emails, um, because I got distracted, obviously, scrolling again, and an email popped up from mary meadows i actually did a podcast episode with her on series one um it was really 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 helpful i listened to it a lot actually to remind myself to be present and breathe more she's a life coach um, and she's fab if you haven't already checked her out i'm going to pop her um instagram handle in the show notes but she sent an email with a ton of questions to answer 2019 and it gave me a bit of structure so I thought I'd just read out what I'd written down because actually it's quite nice to like go through it and then maybe even listen back to this um, as we go into 2021 and I can see where I was this time last year um so I'm gonna just get my notebook out um so the questions were so the first question was what am I most proud of? And I said, facing my challenges head on and not letting fear get in the way. So there was a couple of times this year where fear was very much at the forefront of my brain and I was scared. I was scared of what the outcome of a situation would be. Um, It was very big changes. Um, There was a lot of fear. Um, And I kind of... lent into it I'd normally try and numb it um but I actually lent into fear this year and actually spoke with truth in times where normally I'd back away and it helped me grow because I realised in those moments nothing bad happened if anything it fixed stuff when I was more honest and more upfront and faced my fear um so yeah I'm really proud of myself for that because I've never been that person I've always shied away from stuff that's scary and I think that's very normal um and if you're the same and there's something that's very you're very fearful of as obviously as long as it doesn't put you in danger confronting it can actually really develop you as a person and make you so much stronger so I'm really proud of myself and yeah and I think we've got to get more comfortable with saying you know, talking about what we're proud of, and that it's okay to be proud of ourselves, because when I got that question, I was a bit like, oh, I don't know what I'm proud of, really, um, but I think it's good to be proud of yourself. Um, so how did this achievement make me feel? Um, I actually felt really uncomfortable during it, um, but I felt like the strongest, most authentic me. Um and actually, I went for a Reiki session during this time because I really felt like my energy, I wanted to unblock my energy. Um, I sound really like <laughs> like a weirdo right now, but if you haven't heard of Reiki, Google it. It's like an energy um, unblocking, I don't know, it's really cool. But um, I go to this lady called Louisa and she's fab and she's so lovely and... um she gave me lots of crystals for protection that I had in my pockets while I was going through this time. It was great. I love her. Um, I might actually do a podcast with her actually. I think she'd be a really cool one to get on here. But back to the point when she was doing the Reiki on me, she said, you feel so strong at the moment. She said, I know you're going through a really bad time, but you feel so internally, you feel so strong. And I felt strong. I felt like me being in living in my truth made me feel so strong and um yeah it was an amazing feeling and so I'm gonna try and do that more in 2020 just speaking my truth and yeah living as the most authentic live I can um because yeah it was one of my biggest achievements and it was so small like people talk about achievements and they're like oh I got a pay rise and I got a promotion and I got this car and I got this house this year and they're all so amazing and we should celebrate those but personally what have you personally achieved last year that you can carry on in 2020 because for me speaking from my heart was the biggest one um because it's actually really hard to do um So three important lessons I've learned in 2019. Number one, don't make hasty decisions based on temporary emotions. What I mean by that is you could feel something one day, Um, you could wake up and feel completely anxious and awful and like everything feels wrong and you could i don't know um say something you don't mean or um make a decision that actually affects you permanently um and with, with within a split second and then the next day you could feel something completely different about that so i've learned to um sort of sit with my feelings a bit um and not just run with ham feeling and destroy everything around me <laughs> cuz I had a bit of a tendency to do that um so yeah that was a massive lesson that I learned is just to sit with myself and actually process my emotions and make a decision when I'm a bit more sound of mind um I've also learned that it is okay to make mistakes and be messy because we're human and I have it in my head that I have to be this perfect version of myself otherwise I'm failing and It's not true. Um, I actually think that being messy is great because it's how we learn. Um, You know, we mess up, we make mistakes and that's fine. That's okay. Um, I did actually put a third one. Weird. And I'll think of one now. Another lesson I learnt last year. I learnt that I have a lot more mental strength than what I realised and that um, I actually keep myself um, small. I'm the person that makes myself feel like I can't achieve things or I can't cope with things. It That is my own doing. Um, and that's something I really want to work on is that I need to believe in myself more and the mental strength I have... I need to believe in that because constantly I would just think, I can't cope with this. Who says I can't cope? I have been through some situations this year that were awful and I got through it and I'm alive and actually I'm better off for them. So I just need to remind myself of that. Um, three biggest challenges I faced this year. So I actually went very inward when I was thinking about this and and the challenges I faced personally and mentally this year um the biggest one was learning to trust my judgment on things and my gut feeling because I was so out of touch with that in 2019 at the beginning of 2019 my gut um sounds weird to say but like my mind gut connection just wasn't there um you know when you get that kind of Gut feeling when something's not quite right, or something is amazing, but you. When I'm not in touch with that, I wouldn't listen, and I just carry on and um, ignore it. So I need to trust my judgment more. Um, I need to believe in myself more, and that's a challenge that I am going to still be facing in 2020, and probably for the rest of my life, because <laughs> um, I don't think we ever quite get it right, um, and we can't always get it right, but. That comes with sitting with my emotions a bit more. Um, So the second challenge that I faced um, was obviously facing fear head-on, as I said earlier. Um, That, for me, was really uncomfortable, and it always will be uncomfortable. Um, Facing fear is not nice and not fun, but when you come out the other end, it, it feels great and you feel stronger for it um almost like you've got another bit of armor that you can uh, go into the next situation that's fearful and you kind of know that you can cope with it um I kind of feel okay as I am so when fearful situations come up I have my back which um I haven't for years so that feels good um that's definitely a challenge that will be ongoing. I'm sure I'm going to have fearful situations in 2020, situations that make me feel uncomfortable, but at least I know that I can cope with them. So the third challenge that I faced and I'm constantly facing is um, my battle with anxiety. Um, and that is always gonna feel awful um yeah my anxiety was quite bad in 2019 towards the end towards um sort of Christmas as well It it is just um quite a anxious time for me it always has been um and actually my anxiety I think has replaced my eating disorder in some ways I think my anxiety is um It gets triggered by a lot of past trauma um, that I'm still working through. It gets triggered when I feel uncomfortable and I feel unbalanced. Um, If I've been scrolling on social media and not getting enough sleep and not eating properly and not doing my yoga, I will feel very anxious. Vice versa, if I've just been lounging and not doing any sort of creative work and sort of just existing that also gives me anxiety so I need to find a bit of a balance and I think that is a bit of a challenge for all of us Um but yeah my anxiety is definitely a challenge um, and a big one that I've had to face and still will face but I really worked on ways to counteract it which leads me on to the next thing which is what skills did I use to overcome these challenges so meditation and yoga I know it sounds so cliche I know it sounds like oh yeah okay what's new yoga meditation we all know about yoga meditation but does it really help of course it doesn't fix it um it definitely doesn't fix it you need to get to the crux of what's actually causing your anxiety of course and you need to work on that but it brings you back into your body and my anxiety is caused by me thinking too much into the future or thinking into the past so when I do these practices it brings me back into my body and into the present moment um and that calms it for a little bit even if it's for five five minutes um it just calms my heart back down um you know, I had my first ever panic attack in 2019 and I don't really want another one. So I'm really trying to work hard on that. And um, yeah, I think if you haven't tried meditation or yoga, don't, you know, you don't have to book yourself into a class. You don't have to sit down and do an hour meditation. Meditation can simply be something as easy as just naming five things you can see around you in the room. That's meditating. It's bringing your mind back. To the present, um, focus on your breathing. Like literally, imagine your heart um, as it's breathing in and out, um, expanding, and then letting. Imagine there's like a light that you're breathing in, then imagine it coming out again. Like there's always different things you can do, which is still meditation. You know, you don't have to be sitting <laughs> on some hill somewhere um, on a yoga mat looking up at the moon you can do it in your bedroom you could do it on a busy train you could do it anywhere i actually really like plugging my headphones in on a busy on the commute train and putting on some like sounds of waves and just imagining i'm sitting on a beach and that she really helps me so you know find what works for you but if you haven't tried it and you suffer with anxiety yoga or meditation are actually massively, massively helpful. And they're the tools that I'll be continuing to use. So the last question is actually the prompt that made me realise that this is what I wanted my theme to be in 2020. And that is what am I most grateful for in 2019. And I'm actually, the biggest thing I'm grateful for the biggest thing I'm grateful for um, actually was all the lessons that I had. Um, If I think back to the live at the beginning of last year and the live now, I have grown massively um, within myself and what I know I can achieve and what I know I can deal with and what I can cope with. And I know myself so much more and it's because of those hard scary, awful times um and i of course I'm also so grateful for the fact that my personal in my personal life I had so many blessings last year um I got to travel to Barcelona, which was my favorite it always has been somewhere that I wanted to go and it turned out to be my favorite city I've ever been to um Sam proposed to me when I was there, and I really wasn't expecting it and just all these amazing things happened um on top of all the dark things that happened and there was just lots of really high highs and really low lows and I'm grateful for all of it because um yeah, I'm going into the next decade feeling a lot stronger, so yeah, I hope this podcast has helped and if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed by the new year I really do understand where you're coming from if you feel like you're not achieving enough even you waking up and breathing is an achievement like we're so lucky to be here we're so lucky that we're going into the 2020s um you know, happy and healthy. We're able to listen to this podcast on a, uh, you know, an iPhone or a laptop or whatever you're listening to this on. Um, I'm so grateful for all of you listening to this. Um, I'm so grateful for that. I have this opportunity to speak to you, um, and yeah, I feel so excited to go into this year. There's going to be so many um, ups and downs and I'm ready. (laughs) Um, so yeah, as I said before, if you can find a word that will be your theme going into 2020, I'd love to hear it. Um, message me on Instagram. I've popped my Instagram handle below. Um, and yeah, I'm excited for what 2020 has for us. Um, and yeah, I guess I'll speak to you on the next one. Bye guys.